0: Hi, I'm Maddie. And I'm Celia. And together, along with the rest of France,
1: we are indefinitely indoors. This is
0: a diary-style recording of our lives in isolation, covering the highs, the lows, and questioning all of the unknowns.
1: This is two girls, one virus, and a government-imposed lockdown.
0: Thanks for listening. Oh, and if you haven't done so already...
1: Please go and wash your hands.
0: Are we happy with that?
1: Do you think that's good? Yeah. Cool. I'm Celia, speaking from the confines of a two-bedroom apartment in Paris. I'm spending my time indoors in a 65-metre-squared space with my large husband, my small yet busy one-year-old, and my rambunctious but lovable French bulldog.
0: And I'm Maddie, and I'm in Bordeaux in the beautiful south of France with my husband Scott and our toddler Aubrey. We're enduring lockdown in France. We're doing our best, but sometimes that's a little bit difficult with a very energetic two-year-old. So here we are, day 16, indoors in France. Uh, It is Thursday, the 2nd of April. 2020. There was no April Fool's Day yesterday because jokes on us already. Uh, how's your day today?
1: I actually had a good day today. I um went to a we walked to a place where I go to meet my friends. Usually it's a it's called Le Grand Episode and it's like a big food store for gourmet fine foods sort of like I don't know an Australian equivalent like a David Jones food court whatever and they've got um like a pop-up coffee bar obviously not open but that's where I go to meet my friends and I it was just really weird but it felt really nice just to be somewhere that I'd go to meet my friends even though I wasn't meeting with them it was just like I felt normal again because we were just in this place but it was huge And Raph and I, the same two guys I've been hanging out with for 16 days straight, but that's okay. Um, There were lots of Easter eggs around and we went, it was sunny outside and went for a nice walk. I just feel like I'm, I was really deep in the fog the last few days, but things are clearing for me. And yeah, it was a nice day. How was your day?
0: Yeah today was good. Um, I also feel like I've been in a fog. It must have just got to a point and everyone just got over it. Um, But today was a good day. We went out for a walk this morning. We found a little patch of grass which is maybe a little bit over a kilometre from our house but we still go there. Uh, And it's just fun to see orbs running around in the grass and the dirt and picking up stones and things I'm obviously there with the hand sanitizer straight away now but um, it was lovely and also today we did vegetarian day so I wanted to do this and I often do this but I'm trying to get Scott on board with doing at least one day a week meat free just to help the planet um just because it's healthy and so we did that today so I feel like I've contributed to something as well so it's been really good I had a workout it's just been yeah
1: generally quite a good day um your hand sanitizer comment reminded me yesterday I went to the grocery store and when I went I remember it was one they don't usually go to and I saw honestly all I do is just go food shopping every day And then I buy snacks and I eat them. But anyway, I saw a sign on the door and it said, um, please, you know, we're open, but please help us to keep our staff safe. Keep whatever distance away from each other. There's the markings on the floor where you're supposed to stand now when you're lining up. All went well for me. Packaging up my groceries. I brushed hands with the cashier. Oh, no. Skin on skin.
0: Oh, no! That would have been the first, like, skin-on-skin skin that you've had with someone for a very long time.
1: It trick. <laughs> I felt feelings. Dead no,
0: feelings?
1: But anyway, the guy, I think he would have been around, like, mid-30s maybe. Mm-hmm. So, goodness, it was him because I think I could have got told off by someone else. But we both sort of looked at each other like, that was so wrong. We're so bad. <laughs> That shouldn't have happened. But then we just didn't make a big deal of it and I quickly packed my stuff and left.
0: Did you have hand sanitizer? No. Did you touch your face on the way home? I committed the ultimate COVID-19 sin. And with a a cashier, no less.
1: I know. Think of how many germs, because he touches all the food that other people have touched. I feel like a real renegade.
0: Just on the hand sanitizer, also, something wild happened to me. Not as wild as that, but there was actually hand sanitizer to be bought at my supermarket yesterday. And I haven't seen hand sanitizer in a supermarket
1: for probably months. Maybe we've got to thank Louis Vuitton for this.
0: Oh, yes.
1: I'm so, I don't know, I just feel really good about shopping with them in the future <laughs> does Hugh feel good about it too absolutely not <laughs> damn it why did not h h&m but why did h h&m make him maybe they'll bring out like yeah. COVID masks fashion yeah a line, a, Pablo. a line that's like yeah a line that's dedicated to this lockdown period and it's kind of be like at home wear more of a relaxed relaxed vibe and also the compartments have got a special place to put your slip that you're allowed outside and <laughs> hand sanitizer. comes with your own hand sanitizer
0: <laughs> well i think i've already read something around how it's going to influence fashion so it'd be interesting to see what happens on the
1: catwalks you made so much fun of me today we were walking around Passy, And I said to Hugh, what about all of the, all the clothes, um, all the fashion houses and all the high street brands that have got their um, spring summer line. And they would have had no idea this was happening. And there's just all these beautiful clothes probably sitting in factories. It pains me. That is really, that's another sad thing that I hadn't even thought about. I know. I, I just saw like mannequins in the windows and I thought, It's probably just so upsetting for those brands because they would, that would have been like last season now if we've transferred and gone into spring. Well,
0: you know, it serves them right. They've given us however many seasons so that we just
1: keep buying new clothes. So I'm sure they can sit out one. And now we know all we truly need. No bras, (laughs) wet pants and a comfortable hoodie.
0: So let's look at our wins and worries for the most recent time that we've been in. So it's been a couple of days between potties. Can we call it a potty? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, have you had any major wins or any worries?
1: My win was that I saw a rat ex- She said that this is the time that we should all be growing out our eyebrows, and a win for me, that's what I've been doing. I was going
0: to say, I wasn't planning on doing anything else.
1: (laughs) I know. So that's a big tick for both of us. And a worry for me today, or actually recently, and I think there could be a lot of women and men in this boat, but... I am known known to do a little bit of online shopping. Here's the issue. If you online shop, but you have your husband around 24-7 to intercept all packages, things aren't good. You can't squirrel your items away and pretend that they're old things. He's always there. He signs for the packages. So that's been a real worry of mine. I haven't been doing much shopping, but I've also just realized He's there at all times. Nothing's going to get past him, and he's going to see what I'm buying.
0: But you know what you could do? Like if something arrives, you can just say, oh, I ordered that way before all of this lockdown. It just got held up for a very long time. It's just made it in.
1: Very good. I'll be utilising that. So, Matt, what would be – did you have a win today or the last few days any – sort of lingering
0: worries no well I've got one and I'm not sure if it's a win or a worry so i put it as both but I'm at this strange point of what I think is acceptance of the situation so I this is how, what I am today so it could be completely different tomorrow but I had had a couple of days of yuck and just feeling a bit down and Um, about it all but now sort of yesterday afternoon today I just I don't know it is it's like an acceptance it's like all the anxiety that I've had over the situations I've just realized I can't continue with it because it's not changing anything I'm not changing anything and so I'm just starting to relax a little bit I think maybe I'm just getting used to being inside now
1: so I, I think that's a win but I also see how that's a worry that you're now accepting this as your normal <laughs> daily living in life but I, I think that's so you, how wonderful that your brain's managed to process that and work out that you cannot li- live with that level of anxiety and now you have sort of come to a peace with this is where you're at for the next few weeks but it only took me 16 days
0: (laughs) and a (gasps) a few physical manifestations of my worries to get
1: to this point. And 1.5 bottles of gin. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So moving on to... What usually fuels my worries? News, inflated or otherwise? Have you seen anything noteworthy? Anything
1: you want to share? So I've not really been looking at the news the last few days. I've actually just had to take a step back from it. We found out yesterday it was the worst 24 hour period for deaths in France. Yeah, I think Uh, it was yesterday. Yeah. And so I've just had to take a bit of a break from it, really. I sort of found myself hopeful every night that there was, I I say the same thing every time, but that there'd be a drop-off. And there hasn't. And like you say, it feels like cases are still rising. So I haven't really been looking at the news as much. Um, Yeah, that's just where I'm at. So please take it away. Please take ownership of the segment.
0: Well, I don't have anything because I also have not read the news today. Um I don't know why it just happened that way. I had the the morning news on the TV this morning when I got up, the English news. That's pretty depressing. I think what triggered it for me was I've I've seen a lot of stuff about China potentially not being completely forthcoming with the data around their case numbers. Um and I don't know, at that point I just bowed out because it can only mean bad, if it's true, it can only mean bad things for the rest of the world, which honestly I was starting to think, why are our death rates so high here um, in Italy and Spain um, and so low in other places? But when I just started reading those things, I just thought, no, I'm done. It's just... They're just trying to grab at anything at this point. And I just feel like, yes, that's a conversation to have, but probably after this immediate
1: kind of acute period of outbreak.
0: And so I've given up.
1: I'm the same. When I saw everyone started to swing and put the World Health Organization under the radar and there was people were insinuating there was maybe some corruption going on I don't know I'm not a journalist but that was I really hate it when when something that I consider a really trusted authority people start looking into them and perhaps all is not what it seems so I totally am there with you I felt the same way I had to look away
0: yeah because I think we obviously look for something to hold on to someone somebody to lead you through this moment I completely trust the World Health Organization but I saw those same things and I just thought it's not helpful for people who are stressed about this world being turned upside down and if it's the truth then you need to properly expose it It, if it was the truth I'm sure that it would be all across newspapers and it's only a few media outlets I think Um, yeah I just think you better get your facts right because that's like a beacon of hope for people the World Health Organization so to say that they're potentially yeah corrupt or whatever it's not good and so that is the point that I thought this is not working for me any longer but I'll probably read the news tomorrow I don't know any of the numbers today I also saw yesterday it was getting close to a million people infected and I just I don't know it's just become kind of bigger than I thought it would way faster so I'm not sure why I've given up on the news really just felt right not to read it not to look at it
1: I think maybe you just need to take a break as well everyone needs to take a break at some point especially when you're on day 16 you need to give yourself some space
0: you going with your little quarantini weenies um camembert and Raf? i'm going
1: oh i don't even know <laughs> they are great having a one-year-old provides you well demands of you to have this really solid structure every day i was speaking to some friends who were saying that they were sleeping until 9 a.m 10 a.m and that's just not an option for us and there's not the option just to lounge around and watch TV and even just be on your phone for hours and hours. So I actually am really grateful for that. But I definitely wish that I could stimulate him more and take him out and do more things with him. He's so into animals at the moment and making the greatest animal sounds. I'm really interested in them and I wish I could take him. I know there's a little zoo here. And I wish I could take him there, but all in all, he is just so great and he's such a distraction and the days fly past just because we are in such of a cycle with him, with his naps and his food and his playtime. So yes, he's great. Camembert is great too. He got a bar or shower the other day, so he's really cuddly and cute, but they're great. How's all
0: Orbi is good. You know, something that's quite cool, um, a lot of zoos are live streaming their animals at the moment. Oh, but I even should though do- you, Yeah, you can't go to the zoo and see the animals, but you could put them on the TV, and that's also very exciting because I did that yesterday morning with Orbs with David Attenborough. There's actually a episode of, I think it's, one planet seven worlds it's called or something there's an australian continent episode so that was quite cool we watched the australian animals
1: because i know they've set up have you seen that google have got a way you can put 3d animals no not yeah so if you're recording something or i think taking a picture too but it'll pop up 3d animals in the room so that would be quite – I need to work out how to do it and I'll send it to you, but that would be quite cool to do. I keep doing those animal heads on the and they just make me laugh when you've <laughs> um,
0: But, yeah, Aubrey is good. He's he's still full of beans. I've kind of come around, to begin with, I like this is the worst, being locked in with a toddler. But now I realise that he – takes up so much time in the day I'm sure it would have been nice for like two weeks or something to not have a toddler and just be spot and, and sleeping in but at this point we're just so busy we don't even have time to stare at the clock and not feeling like we're just sitting in front of the tv and mindlessly watching it so it's actually I'm starting to see it as a good and lucky thing having a toddler at home who would have thought But he, it's nearly his birthday. He's only one for two more nights. So, Uh, yeah, I know. So it's been a very emotional week for me. I keep crying every night about it. I'm not sure why, but I just, I hate the getting older, but I love it too. I just love watching him grow and he talks so much and he's such a big boy now and he's just not a baby at all anymore really um so we've been talking about his birthday party so we've been doing some things for that because stupidly I didn't shop early enough for his birthday presents um and then we went into lockdown so I didn't have anything but luckily I bought him way too much for Christmas and my mom and Scott made me put some presents aside (laughs) So I have two things for him and a friend of mine had an ex she bought a double of a book so she gave me that book to give to Aubrey for his birthday which is really lovely and Scott and I have made him a cardboard dollhouse and I've got
1: to make some little dollies for him. He's going to love that. Ref loves his HelloFresh box. <laughs> Box which has all of his toys in it and sometimes it's a car but he he jumps in and out of that box every day
0: well I I know I really hope he likes it because that will literally just like make my year if that's the thing that he really likes I'm probably going to be really hurt if he doesn't um he may not because it's really not that good but I've made little furniture for it it's got a bed it's got a four-seater table with a buffet. I've got a toilet, a sofa. I'm going to try and make some more furniture tonight. (laughs) Um, He's going to destroy it. Probably it will live for two days. But it's been kind of cool because I thought this is what a lot of parents would have used to do. They would have made their kids their own dollies. They would have sewed them. They would have made them new clothes. They would have handmade probably something a lot better than what Scott and I did um for a doll's house but it yeah it's been quite cool
1: and if he likes it I'm just going to be so so happy I'm so Mm -hmm. impressed that's incredibly creative can you take a photo of it and then use it as this podcast podcast? (laughs) episode yes it's not very good
0: we have tried our hardest with limited resources but yes I will put it as the photo for the podcast excellent Okay, so we're swapping in out an old segment and in a new one. This one's called Strange Thoughts. Strange Thoughts in Isolation. Or is it called COVID Conundrums? Yep, that's what it's called, COVID Conundrums. (laughs) Have you had anything come across your mind? Might be just ruminating in there, turning into something even bigger.
1: Well, I've been thinking a lot about having personal space. <laughs> it's almost become an obsession. And I say jokingly, but is it jokingly? At night, sometimes I say to Hugh, I'm going to go sleep in the spare bedroom tonight. And he goes, okay. And then I say, okay, bye. And I walk down the hallway. We don't have a spare bedroom, but it's just like this fantasy we play out and is that really bad happening to our marriage no
0: I think I think it's fun but I've gone the opposite way I'm I've been thinking about moving into a tiny house
1: okay which sounds like your nightmare at the moment it does I was having a nap I was so exhausted because raf has been waking up at six so I get up then well I don't usually but I did the other day and then by three o'clock I actually needed a nap and I had a nap and I actually started panicking that Hugh might come in and also want to nap and that actually made me feel really panicky (laughs) it's his bed and it's his bedroom of course he can come and do that but the thought of him coming in to nap next to me made me panic (laughs) so I don't know the world that's closing in I think so. And then also um, the Watt bike, it's just become my nemesis. I, I see it every day when I'm leaving and entering the house. It's just right in the entranceway. I I hate that beast. I hate it so much. I get on it. I don't enjoy it. I can't seem to go, you know, I've, I have done 10 minutes, three times. I just can't seem to progress. Every second goes by. Um, But Hugh actually gave me a piece of advice. He said, why don't I have a glass of red wine while I'm on the Watt bike? And then I could pretend that I'm biking through the vineyards of Saint-Emilion, maybe with you, and that might make it more enjoyable. So I'm thinking of trying it.
0: I'll do it tomorrow with you at the same time.
1: Should we do that?
0: Yeah, because we're having Sangria Friday tomorrow, so...
1: Um what about you any conundrums any epiphanies oh i did ha- also sorry just wanted to ask i've been thinking a lot about what do i really want to do after lockdown i find this quite fascinating what is going to be the first thing that i do what is everyone else going to want to do i think the hairdressers in paris are going to be absolutely booked out for the rest of 2020 as are all nail salons beauticians and then restaurants too. So I just would like to know, have you thought about the first thing that you want to do after this?
0: I hadn't. My first instinct was to go to the wine bar. But then I thought about it a little bit more and I thought, no, I want to go to the park. And then I thought, but on the way to the park, I'm going to go and get a proper coffee. So that would be it. And then we'll swing by the wine bar on the way home from the park.
1: Mine is definitely going out with a group of people to a restaurant and having someone else make my dinner and it's delicious and cocktails and there's just live music and there's crowds and people and it's just this really cool atmosphere
0: and I feel alive. Would there, Will there be touching?
1: <laughs> what do you mean? Hand grazing? Yes oh yeah maybe my cashier from the supermarket will be there I'm joking everybody that was a joke (laughs) I'd actually love to have a girls night out and then I'd love to have a date night out yeah I think like a date night where we're just both out in Paris appreciating Paris and we're on the on Hugh's scooter I want to go for a scooter ride with him at nighttime through Paris oh I can't wait.
0: And it's so hard because it's so light now. Um, late. It's not as light and late as it's going to be. But, you know, you just feel like Scott said the other night, because my mum's supposed to be here now. He's like, oh, if your mum was here, we would have gone out and we could go out and have, like, drinks in the sun for another hour. I know,
1: Daylight saving has been really nice, but it's also been really cruel. Oh. It's just another reminder of the fact that the beautiful weather and the sunshine rolling in, and we are indoors. But I've been getting really- up an hour earlier. I know. Hey, that's been a killer. You know, what? it's probably contributing to a lot of how I've been feeling lately just because we're getting up so early with rap.
0: Yeah. I've been having to have naps too, even though my my getting up is. It's technically old time, 6am, which isn't even that bad.
1: But for you, it would be what, 5am. And I say this like it's me doing it every day. It's (laughs) 95% cute.
0: So my strange thoughts, my COVID conundrums. I have had the weird thing of being like, I could definitely live in a tiny house now. I don't need anything. I don't need possessions I don't need to buy clothes. I don't need to be seen. I'm having this weird like hermit moment in my mind, which I know is all talk. And once I'm allowed out, um, I won't be thinking like that anymore. But I, it honestly is making me weirdly rethink a lot of things. Like we are going through the process of renovating our house in Brisbane. The very initial design scott and i are going through a process of working out what we want to do and this whole thing has totally changed our perspective on it and every time we live overseas Mm -hmm. and we live in a small apartment which is um in japan tiny 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 apartment uh and now here although our apartment's quite great here but we always just go we don't need like A lot of space and then you get back to Australia and there's so much space and you're like no we need a big house and we need our pool and la 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 anyway that's just a weird strange thought I've gone completely the other way I've never considered living in a tiny house before but now I am um but the other weird thing that I can't stop thinking about is my brother sent me this meme and you know I've been watching maps and it's just about finished one episode left and it looks like it's going to be a banger but um he sent me this meme that all these people this is their time for the 15 minutes of fame it's their time to pounce on becoming an influencer and getting their likes up on instagram but now there's no commercial opportunities for them so it's just
1: been a waste and they're coming back into a world where no one is focused on them at all so even like there's been something that's happened to them that they can even profit off So I don't
0: know whether to laugh or cry for them, but I just can't stop thinking about it because (laughs) some of them like definitely just went on the show so that they could get a job in media or whatever, doing whatever, and it's just completely backfired on them.
1: Remember I told you I was really into Love Island, France? Yes. They were in South Africa filming Love Island which is completely closed off for the rest of the world from the rest of the world and then as this all started happening and the lockdown happened they eventually the host had to come in and just say guys you are catching a plane out of here going back into lockdown and it had only been like maybe two weeks so just getting into it um they'd done enough to make some terrible decisions on the show but there wasn't like the big fat i mean i was a fan but even looking at social media accounts, just like you were saying, they're still only, they were only on like one and a half thousand followers each and they just haven't taken off because I've just come back, been absorbed into this lockdown. No one gives a flying cahoot. I feel the same. Why? I felt deeply sorry for Luna. She's the main girl in the show and I just felt so sad for her.
0: Actually, that just reminds me of why I stopped reading the news because I started seeing some really sad things in it about things happening in South Africa and India and I can't do anything about the COVID-19 anymore well I never could I just feel so useless so I've given up looking at stuff because it makes me too sad and now I'm just focusing on reality tv but this may be the end of reality tv too because people just won't care anymore except for the kardashians i'm sure that will live that i don't know if that would
1: will it ever end i don't look i think after this we're going to just be consuming trash like you wouldn't believe we are going to just gobble it up we will want the most silly outrageous look at us with tiger king we can't get enough of joe exotic and carol because we want that we want to be back in a world where we can just laugh at people and just criticize people and poke holes in people because that's what we do I think it's going to come back with a vengeance to be honest and I might just add that Chrissy Teigen today tweeted should I bleach my hair and I think that's just all of us right now but all now, just like really looking inward and about to make some really terrible decisions because it's day 16 and our brains have just left us.
0: Would you be talking about
1: my husband? Um, I wasn't. <laughs> I was going to start off and be like, this segment is called Meltdown Mode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um, Scott
1: decided to shave his head today. He pretty much did a Chrissy. He he tweeted, should I shave my head effectively? And then he went through with it.
0: Yeah, he responded to his own tweet. Yeah, you should. And then he did it.
1: Yeah, righto, Scotty. You look good.
0: (laughs) I just like, I understand why Brittany did it. That's all I'm going to say on the matter. He never listens anyway.
1: I think he can pull it off as well.
0: Yeah. I agree.
1: <laughs> I think when one of us shaved our head, it's probably gonna be a different story and we're gonna to have to have a different talk. And we're not gonna have such a light-hearted segment about it.
0: It actually would have been way funner to bleach his hair.
1: I think Hugh could go a frosted tip. Oh.
0: God. Don't you? I'd love to see it. <laughs>
1: I'm in here doing my podcast with Maddie. I know. Is Maddie, Maddie, you're now on my podcast. Yeah. yeah. yeah you just came in to ask if I'd like some ice cream.
0: Okay, let's do a quick mental health check, although it sounds like things are going quite well.
1: Yeah, I feel like things are fine. Do you, have you spoken, have you had any um, like chickens with your parents?
0: Yes, I talk to them most days. Uh, it's just they're in such a different phase of it in Australia. They're kind of, they've got, they've got sort of restrictions on what they can do. It's been really a slow burn with having their, movement's kind of taken away um so it's been like a slow realization and warm up they're not in lockdown though so they still can get coffee um my mum is like getting takeaway food from restaurants and things like that still um being able to go for their walks drive
1: places etc Australia has COVID cowboys. They're doing things their own way. I know. You're so worrying.
0: I think the reason they're doing it is because they know they've got winter ahead and if they lock things down completely now, they're just not going to be able to. So he keeps saying, our Prime Minister keeps saying that these measures will be in place for six months and there will I'd say there will be a lockdown of some sort in amongst that. Um, maybe when the peak is meant to happen in around eight weeks time apparently but they have managed to slow their curve without taking the extreme although they're still getting cases daily um, the curve that everyone talks about is flattening and somewhat uh, so I don't even know so there, it's, it's Australia's in a bit of a weird state like it's obviously there's anxiety and things but they're not locked down in the way that we are or the way that um, people in New Zealand are. My Nana also, she said something to me, which was a bit of a pep talk without her even realizing it because I put up a picture on Instagram the other day. Of I re. how do you say that? I put someone else's story on my story. Like, reposted or shared yeah I reposted someone's story onto my story it was when my friends were here over Christmas and we were out having drink in town and my nana said something to me and I must have sounded a little bit sad or and she said I think I must have said to her I, I wish we were still able to do this kind of thing and she said, we will be able to one day. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly right. And then I thought about my nana who, she's from England. She um, immigrated to Australia when she was oh, a teenager. And um, she lived in England during World War Two, And so she's been through these huge upheavals you know, no certainty, no jobs. For them at that time, no food, you know, extreme poverty of everybody in the country. Um, so to hear her just say, well, it will go back to that one day, that was really good.
1: That's the perspective that we all want and need.
0: Yeah. And also, I don't have to run out to the bomb shelter whenever the sirens go off. I just... I just get to stay inside with my husband and my son. So that's the attitude I'm taking into week three of lockdown.
1: So that was day 16 in quarantine. Tune in next time to see how we're coping indoors.
0: Oh, and don't worry, we're not going anywhere.